angry itch witch the hedrick the hedwig the angry itch we really itch. suck at this anyways he's Jacob's also gonna a, make the sound better later he's uh i don't know how to fix that one <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fliction, the top five podcast. On this show, we always count down any top five. It could be top five favorite movies, directors, top five... Actors, scenes. Thank you. There you go. Thank you for filling in the blanks. Uh, I am your host, uh, Brain Rabar. My co-host, as always, Jacob Crisp and Rachel Jameson. And this week, because Tin Cloverfield Lane came out... And it stars the always incredible John Goodman, the always underrated, the always underappreciated John Goodman. We decided in his honor we would do our top five most underrated actors of all time. Now, this was a difficult list. Jacob talked about it off the air because... It's broad. So There's so many different ways you could describe underrated. In yes. a way, you could say, I'm just going to throw it out there... Tom Cruise is underrated because people decide he's crazy. They don't like him anymore. But he's still a good actor. Or Brad Pitt. He was sexy for a long time. People didn't appreciate his acting. Or Those are both two terrible examples. Uh, but, but you could say, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it could be anything, like if you wanted it to be. Sure. Uh, I mean, but as you listen to this list, it'll be pretty obvious uh, what we think our most underrated are. But I think that you could describe it a lot of different ways. Did you have any sort of stipulations? Um, no. I started to have a stipulation where they couldn't have had an Oscar. But then there are just too many of them that they at least been nominated. Right. Well, I say they couldn't have an Oscar or be nominated for an Oscar. But there are too many that have had at least one that I cannot ignore. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be there. I don't want them to be so vague that I, I, I like pointing out those vague characters right. but we'll do a vague list later i mean mm-hmm. to me these are guys who still should be household names and they're not right that's simply it for me and whether they've that's not have a, a nomination or a win they're still not household names and there's and it's a crime that they're not yeah yeah i i say that's great rachel you have any sort of stipulation at all not necessarily i kind of um I did end up taking somebody off my list because I don't feel like they've been around long enough. I feel like this person is going to become a le- I'll just say it because he didn't make my list. Uh, I had Michael B. Jordan on there, but they really want Michael B. Jordan to be a leading man. And I sure. think that he will be. But yes. currently, I believe that Michael B. Jordan is underrated. I, if we did so. an upcoming, he'd right. be up there. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I I took him off my list for that. But he was in consideration. I just knocked him out because he's going to get there. Sure. Yeah. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that my list is going to be controversial all the way around. When I talk about my top five, when I talk about the way too many that I have in my honorable mention, I'll address <laughs> that issue later. I seriously have like 90-something names written down, but I'm going to work through that as we go through this list. Um, before we get started, though, I've got to bring up two points from last week's list uh, where we did our top five animal movies. Yeah. Um, first of all, when we talked about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, we couldn't think of another movie where there's animated characters with real-life characters. And I don't know how I'd not think about Mary Poppins. Because yeah, yeah. that was the first. Yeah, especially yeah. since we love it so much. Like, I yes. love Mary Poppins. I love Mary you Poppins. love Mary Poppins. Like, who doesn't love I, Mary I Poppins? I knew we were missing something when we said Cool World and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. I knew we were missing something. something. I finally thought about it. The other thing was that Brandon had said that there's no other sweet character out there um, like Simba. He's the only one who's a sweet guy who turns out being like this badass. And I was like, no, there's got to be plenty of those. And, of course... 
it'd take me a day and I really was just throwing them out there. And I was like, all right, we've got Rocky, definitely sweet guy, ends up being a stud. We've got William Wallace from Braveheart. Hey, he's a, he's a, he's a lover, not a fighter until you kill his woman, you know? <laughs> and then, I mean, it went so far as like, hey, the Incredible Hulk. All right. So when it's Bruce Banner, nice guy, sweet guy. But no one messes with the Hulk. Yeah. And then the icing yeah. on the cake was when I just said, oh, dude. Spider-Man. Yeah, I can't that was, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, that was the slap in the like, face. Oh, Just don't talk, Brandon. Well, because, <laughs> because all the other ones I had an argument back for. Like, well, he's not like super sweet. He's not like Simba sweet. He's not <laughs> Simba badass. But then he got Spider-Man on me. I was uh, like, oh, was, I conceded. That was game I, over right there. I conceded. <laughs> so I had to Jake, bring that Jacob up. won that one. <laughs> Jacob won that one. Uh, edit all that out of this of this show. Absolutely not. <laughs> It is time for our top five, sure to uh, inspire future controversy on future shows. But for now, let's find out what all our top five most favorite underrated actors of all time are. Jacob, your number five favorite most underrated actor. Um, actually, we just brought him up. It's Michael Shannon. Great choice. Yes. Michael Shannon, uh, as we discussed in our previous podcast about 10 Cloverfield Lane, really, we were talking about what we've been watching lately. Um in about 99 Homes, where he's been fantastic. I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's Michael Shannon. I don't ever have a, any doubts about how he's going to do. He's intense. His facial expressions are insane. I mean, really, they're almost a caricature of himself. Yeah. Just how he can look at someone. Uh, in particular, Take Shelter and Revolutionary Road. I thought he was excellent in. Uh -huh. Those are the key Michael Shannon movies, if you haven't seen, that you need to see. He Revolutionary Road might be a slow burn. He is the only thing that brings some life yes. and you know, oh, breath to this movie. And he was nominated. That's his only nomination he's ever had that's was crazy. for Revolu Revolutionary Road. Uh, but he was so good in Take Shelter as well. In fact, Jeff Nichols, the director of Take Shelter, who also directed Shotgun Stories, Mud, uh, in his upcoming movie, Midnight Special, Michael Shannon is in all of those movies. In fact, I'm pretty pumped for Midnight Special. It's a sci-fi. Yes. It's, now that Jeff Nichols is getting recognized, it's a much bigger budget. Yep. And it could be a really cool film, especially what Jack Nich Jeff Nichols has generally done with good dialogue. So Midnight, Sh uh, sorry, Midnight Special should be a good movie. Um, one other note is that Michael Shannon has also won Golden Globe nomination, which was for 99 Homes. That's my number five. That's awesome. And it's crazy that that's it. He's given so many. That's it. I, I, I'm a big, big Michael Shannon fan. Big Michael Shannon fan. I know Rachel is too. Yeah. Um, I'll just say I wouldn't be surprised if he's mentioned again on this list. He, and I would say that the average person has no idea who he is. If we just knocked on the oh. door next door and said, uh, what's your favorite Michael Shannon movie? They'd be like, who? Yes. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's a crime. Yeah. I mean, in a way, when you do go through his resume, there are a lot of movies there that I, I certainly don't think the average watcher has seen mm -hmm. and I haven't seen a whole lot. Right. I just know like let's just say Boardwalk Empire. He was great in that show, but there's probably not a lot of people who either have HBO period right. or have just seen the show. And um it's just a crying shame this 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 actor mm -hmm. he's very good. He, he deserves recognition. Yes. I, I really think that my top five is gonna be controversial because I think if someone saw Michael Shannon on the street, I really hope that they would go up and ask for his autograph. Well, but, I don't know that that makes them underrated. Right. I, I think a lot of people, I think I could ask, I could survey the people in this apartment complex and most of them would know who John Goodman is, but I think we all agree that he's an underrated actor. Yes. Okay. So yeah, they, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Right. I mean, I think that people don't know who Michael Shane is and that makes him underrated. I think that John Goodman doesn't get nearly the love that he should and that makes him underrated. Right. There's like different things that make different yeah, people Yeah, that's underrated. what makes this list really difficult. It yeah. is. 
Uh, Rachel, your number five favorite, most underrated actor of all time. I'm giving number five to Bobby Cannavale. Oh, that's such a good choice. <laughs> good choice. Uh, of course, he is kind of up and coming. He's but up I and still coming, but he has been around yeah. for a long time. Yes, he has. Um, and so, but looking at... Do you know who Bobby Cannavale is? I'm waiting. Go ahead, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, looking at his resume, I haven't seen a ton of things that Bobby Cannavale is in, but he's already shown me in the few things that I have seen that he has really, really good range. He does typically get cast as a like a bad guy... Because he kind of has that face, he's he'll make a great mobster and everything. Yeah. Like he just kind of he just kind of has that aura about him. But if you watch him in uh, like Danny Collins, he played kind of a protective dad, right? Uh, yes, and that, he was a sweetheart. He, he was a movie. really sweetheart, and he pulled that off well. Um, he came to mind probably because I'm watching Vinyl and you guys aren't, right? Um, but he is the lead in Vinyl. He's doing fantastic with it. He also has uh, the, he's going to be in The Irishman with De Niro and Pacino, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited. So, the Scorsese, you're right. Movie. He hasn't been in a lot of movies. He was also uh, one of the cooks and Chef, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the one that stays on. Yeah, and position. he was really funny in that. Uh-huh. And he also is the father in Ant Man. Yeah, the yes. father of, the, of the, the trying to step in father, right? Uh, right. For the little girl. And he was in Blue Jasmine. You're right, um, he was in Blue actor. Jasmine. Yeah, he was really good in Blue Jasmine he was kind of the sweet slash abusive husband uh, Kate Blanchett's brother-in-law uh, yeah yeah so he's got a really wide range but I just don't think anybody knows who he is yet and I think he is really really good he's I like him enough that if I see that he's in something I'm automatically interested in that uh, yeah. I like him yeah. to that extent so. oh sure. I forgot he was in Spy also yeah totally forgot he was in Spy so he can be funny, he can be charming, he can be menacing, he can do a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for really good things for him. I don't know if he's ever going to become, he's, he's older, I mean older, he's 45. I don't know if he's ever going to become like oh, a, a big... Oh, he's almost Brandon's age. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, he, he's at the end of his career. He really can't do much more There's from here It's all going out, downhill but, from here. <laughs> um, I don't know if he's ever going to be a huge leading man or anything like that, but he's a fantastic actor, and I wish more people knew who he was. My number five uh, most underrated actor is a bigger name than both of your uh, number fives. Uh, he's one of my all-time favorite actors, so this is a personal choice, but it's a personal choice because I think he's such an unappreciated actor and such a good actor. Uh, last year, 10 years don't count, though. Uh, Val Kilmer. Uh, <laughs> I heard he might come up. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big, big, big Val Kilmer fan. Here's the thing with Val Kilmer. If you don't know, he was the youngest person ever accepted to Juilliard, uh, which is a big deal. Um, so obviously, he's shown a lot of talent from he a very was early age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when he first started, a lot of people don't realize this. He was a comic actor. He started off in Top Secret, which was like a airplane movie. Same guys. Uh, that did airplane. Oh, that he was explains in, weird science or uh, real, I was gonna say real genius. real genius. He was in real genius, and they were both really funny. Really, really, really funny. He was hilarious in both of those movies. I mean, I'm talking really, really funny. And then he did Willow, which was a fun action adventure movie. Willow. <laughs> Willow. But he was Mad Mardigan, which was a great character. Yeah. But then you know he goes. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Dude, you gotta watch. Yeah, that was on my watch top five, My top whatever list. Ah, oh, so good. And then you gotta. Um, oh, and then he was in um, Top Gun, and that's what kind of took his. He kind of became more of a star then. I'd say he was a 
he was a full on movie star. He was. for a good ten years. He was. Yeah, yeah from from Top Gun. It's really his 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 drop off is what's I think the biggest surprise. It here. is, and it's really and the fact that he's okay. So he goes from like Top Gun, and so now he's getting these bigger roles, and he ends up playing Jim Morrison in The Doors and Oliver Stone movie, which he was great in. Some people talked to possible Oscar nomination, but it didn't happen. Then he was in Tombstone, which to me one of the my favorite performances of all time one of the most underrated performances of all time for sure people talked about a possible oscar nomination didn't happen well i didn't think you had it in you i'm your huckleberry why johnny ringo you look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. <clears throat> Play for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. And this time, it's legal. Let's do it. Then he was in Heat with Pacino and De Niro. He was in Batman Forever, which, you know, which was polarizing. It seemed to be the start of the decline. It was. It was. (laughs) And then from there, he was in some blockbuster movies. Well, movies that were supposed to be blockbusters, but they didn't quite take. Like Red Planet. Um, What was another one? Um, The Saint, which was a fun movie, but didn't quite meet expectations. And so then... You know, his star was kind of on the decline. Um, he did The Island of Dr. Moreau, which was a big failure. Then he started doing all these indie movies, which were great, but didn't really get much love. A lot of underrated movies like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which mm-hmm. was incredible. Yeah. Right. Wonderland, uh, I thought was really good. Wonderland was so good. The Salton Sea was really, really good. Um, so he started doing these movies. Spartan, which was a... Um, uh, Help me out. Oh, Mammoth. David Mammoth movie. He was really good. Then he was in Alexander, which was a bomb. And then really from then, he hasn't done much. And he started doing uh, kind of direct-to-DVD movies. He started... But... He's from New Mexico. Insane. Okay. I was going to say there's a reason why he's been doing the movies he's been doing. Yeah. he's. Uh, I know his backstory. He's from New Mexico, and he just wants to help out the New Mexico film industry, like people trying to make local movies. So he's basically just been doing a bunch of movies... In New Mexico for New Mexico film directors, which That's is cool. Respectable. It is respectable. It is respectable. His stars. But obviously... there's more fans out there, buddy. Don't exactly. forget the fans. Exactly. We want to see you on the big screen. I want so badly to see Val Kilmer have a comeback. He's working on it. He is. He is there, and there's probably going to be a Top Gun too. It looks like it's almost a done deal. Yeah, yeah, he's been talking about it a lot. Yes, oh, and 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 Cruz and Kilmer are in. Uh, uh, so it's it's going to happen. And so I'm hoping that's what kind of sparks his comeback. And he he wrote and directed this movie about Mark Twain. He plays Mark Twain. So I'm hoping that we finally see a Val Kilmer comeback uh, because I would love to see it. He's always been an underrated actor. And because of the past 10 years or so, um, he's kind of fallen off the map. He also has a movie coming up called Weightless that has Christian Bale, Michael Fassbender, Runa Mari, and the, uh, Natalie Portman, Kate Blanchett, Ryan Gosling, Benicio Del Toro. So I mean, like, this is... Yeah. 
Uh, some heavy hitters in there. So uh, so this could be well, the beginning of a Valcomer comeback. If they do Top Gun 2, which I guess they're going to, Kelly McGillis, I don't know if you've seen her lately, oh my is going gosh. to have to dye her hair. So she's going to have to... Amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's only the beginning. She's going to have to dye her hair and dye it. Dye I it, get it. Dye it. D-I-E-T. <laughs> dye it. <laughs> He's calling her fat. That's what's happening. You're gonna have to pull a uh, Carrie Fisher. Dude, there is no way Star like Wars. You're, like you're, yeah, for real. She is. They're gonna start calling that. She, she's gonna have to do a Carrie Fisher. Or they're gonna have to be like uh, Maverick moved on, bros. <laughs> <laughs> or the or they're like, yeah, they'll say that basically Charlie. That's her name. She died. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, totally. how they, that's how usually they resolve those yeah, things. That totally. Is. <laughs> uh, Iceman accidentally ran into her with his plane. That being said, so. Kelly McGillis. You were fun to act watching the screen. She was a great witness. She was. <laughs> and she was a whole total hottie back in the day. Uh, okay, so that is my number five, Val Kilmer. Uh, Jacob, your number four most underrated actor of all time. Uh, my number four, to my surprise, because once I thought his name, I really never turned back. I knew he was going to be on my list. It's, number, it's Donald Sutherland. Good. Oh, choice. interesting. Donald Sutherland has zero Oscar nominations. Isn't that nuts? Uh, he that does. He has won two Golden Globes. They were for miniseries, and he has been nominated for eight Golden Globes uh, total. And I believe, I believe six of those were miniseries. So he was nominated for a Golden Globe for Ordinary People. He was nominated for a Golden Globe for Mash. Um, but nothing, nothing since the 90s. And, you right. know, the three of us in this room more so know him from movies since the 90s outside of Animal House. Right. Or unless you've seen Ordinary People, which did win Best Picture in 1980. Right. Uh, but Donald Sutherland has been in other movies such as uh, The Hunger Games, uh, which I think he is a, a very good villain. Uh, I personally really liked him in Pride and Prejudice. Oh, Mr. Bennett, how can you tease me so? for my poor nerves. Oh, you mistake me, my dear. I have the highest respect for them. They've been my constant companions these 20 years. Papa? Is he amiable? Who? Is he handsome? Who? He's sure to be handsome. With 5,000 a year, it would not matter if he had warts and a leer. Who's got warts? I will give my hearty consent to his marrying whichever of the girls he chooses. So will he come to the ball tomorrow, Papa? I believe so. Uh, in the 90s, he was in you know, JFK, um, you know, Outbreak, you know, things like that. Uh, there's really no role of his that I've never, you know, disliked. Yeah. I think Donald Sullivan is an excellent actor. He's been around long enough to where he probably is a household name. Yeah. And it's a crying shame this man has never even been nominated for a role. But Which is that is on him because he hasn't played enough supporting roles or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's not right. fair he's... to say on him, but because he certainly can do it. Yeah. But I, I, I just, you know, he, he's just basically not a guy that you, he's not like his son. He'll never be like the guy on the cover of the poster. Right. right. Yeah. And I think that his time has certainly passed. His but... son definitely <laughs> overshadowed him. And he's a better actor than his son. Yeah. I agree. Son's, his son's a I fun agree. actor. Yeah. But he's definitely. Sutherland's a little one, one dimensional. He is. Whereas I think Donald shows much more range and that he's much more passive, but he also can be very intimidating. Agreed. Um, one thing I want to say before we move on to Donald Sutherland, what I always think of with him, there's this movie he's in called Don't Look Now with Julie Christie. And it's famous because there's a sex scene in it that's so realistic looking. 
most people think that they actually had sex, you know, because usually when it's sex, it's acting and then like, you know, things are covered up and. Do you see Donald doubles. Sutherland? <laughs> you see his southern regions. <laughs> um, but uh, supposedly the rumor is what I've always heard is they actually had sex in this. Uh, and it comes across on the big screen because it really looks like they had sex. And it's funny. I mean, it's a horror movie. It's a, it's a drama horror. It's like a dramatic horror. It's a really good movie. Yeah, it's got 7.4 on IMDb. It's a really good movie. But, yeah, I mean, it's – I think that, that Donald – he's such a good actor that, that – uh, Well, at least we know he's not a virgin. Well, yeah. now he's got a kid. <laughs> yeah, it was a big concern of mine. <laughs> yeah, when was when was Don't Look Now filmed? When was, how old is Don, uh, Kiefer? <laughs> Rachel, your number four favorite most underrated actor of all time. Uh, number four is Don Cheadle. Good choice. Nice. <clears throat> I've loved Don Cheadle for a long time, and I think it depends on when you became aware of Don Cheadle, yes. what kind of actor you consider him, because I actually consider him a dramatic actor, but I think if you're getting into House of Lies, if you're just getting introduced to him then, then you probably think of him more of a, a comedic actor. Even Ocean's Eleven on that note, too, because he's, right. he's really funny in it. Right. He is. He's really funny in a lot of things, but the fact that Especially he Especially Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> has a laugh riot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but again, just the range of, of him going from Hotel Rwanda, and he was in Crash, and he was great in Crash as well. Yep. Um, you mentioned Ocean's 13. He was in a movie called Talk to Me, which I really liked. Yes, um, yes. All these are good. Yeah, and then, good. of course... I'm I'm sure wider audiences know him from Iron Man from the Avengers movie where he's uh the Patriot War Machine War Machine that's what I'm looking for <laughs> close one hush um so <laughs> uh, I think the they Patriot? know him from nope, that that's Mel Gibson <laughs> um and then House of Lies is getting some recognition as well I actually haven't watched House right, of Lies so. but my I really friend want to. loves House of Lies I want to watch it just because of Don Cheadle actually they say he's great in it yeah yeah he's been in fa- fantastic in everything I've seen him in but I just don't feel like he gets a lot of uh, recognition for that also if you haven't seen him as Captain Planet hilarious yes Captain Planet good call what is that is. I haven't you've I've never, never heard, heard of, of Captain Planet no oh okay Captain Planet was like a it was a cartoon in the nineties where all they combined the power of the elements and make Captain Planet was like a very um eco friendly save the planet recycle type show for kids. Uh-huh. Uh but anyways, there's a short where Don Cheeto plays Captain Planet and he's really foul mouthed and it's really funny. Huh. Um so anyways any anything to add? I have to two things Don to add. Cheadle? Speaking of shorts, when he does the funnier die with Will Ferrell as um, oh, when they're doing the drunk history and he is oh yeah oh that yes. was hilarious. I can't who was uh, he? As not right that I don't remember his the the real person's name. Douglas Frederick. Yeah, Frederick yeah. Douglas. So Frederick Douglas was who I was thinking of. Uh, he was great. That's where it shows that he's got that kind of range. Right. The second. And then the complete opposite uh, to that note is that he only has one Oscar nomination, which was Hotel Rwanda. Jimmy, these are difficult times. We need to help one another. And what help can I get from you, Paul? You are a marked man, sir. How so? You're on a list. The Americans have you on the list as a war criminal. Paul, I am sick and tired of your lies. Are you stupid, General? How do you think these people operate? 
You sit here with five stars on your chest. Who do you think they are coming after? We will go to Gitarama, and you will stay on that list. I committed no war crimes. Who will tell them? You need me to tell them how you helped at the hotel. They blame you for all their misfortunes. They say you led the massacres. I led no massacres. Do you think they're going to believe you? You will tell them the truth. I will tell them nothing unless you help me. What, what are you going to do? Shoot me? Shoot me. Please shoot me. It would be a blessing. I will pay you to shoot my family. You cannot hurt me. Don Cheadle has so much potential, and we just, I don't think we've seen no. enough of him. You know, maybe the guard, you know, I think talked to me was he was trying to go for something because he did yeah. have, he was the main character yeah. in that. And same for the guard. Like, he's he's got it there. He just has to nail that role or get enough people in to watch him. Something like that, because he's, he's an excellent actor. I agree. Don Cheadle is actually one of my. Uh, if we were to do like top five favorite black actors, he would absolutely be in my my favorite. He would be. I mean, it's really racist, Brandon. How's that racist? He that was one of the first lists that we ever did when we started like texting each other. Yeah, it was actually racist? a really good list. <laughs> uh, he's just a great actor. His range is so good. Uh, I mean, what I first really really noticed him in was Boogie Nights, uh, yeah. and I love this character in Boogie Nights. Yep. And I've been but, a fan of what was his name. Buck something or other. Sweet guy who was a badass. Yeah, he was. He, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that big a badass though, or he would qualify for that list. Um, but he's he um, was a badass stereo salesman. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and he was a sweetheart. Um, Buck Swope. Yes, but I've been a fan of his ever since. I'm a, I'm a big big Don Cheadle fan. Um, my number four favorite, uh, most underrated actor of all time. Now, this is a weird one. If you want to talk about contract, I guess you could say this because he hasn't done very many movies. But Michael C. Hall, he's the guy that played Dexter, and he was in Six Feet Under. A lot of TV shows, not a lot of movies. Yeah, not a lot of movies. He was in a great movie in 2014, though, called Cold in July. He was really good in that. Really good Never movie. Heard of it. He and a completely really... different character than, yes. than Six Feet Under or Dexter. Yes, where that, that's what oh, so, he's a chameleon. There's he is no a, doubt. That's the thing. He's a chameleon. If you watch, okay, look, Six Feet Under and Dexter, are two of the you know great shows of all time, and Michael C. Hall was was Emmy and Golden Globe nominated for both. Poor guy was nominated for like six Emmys for Dexter and never won a single, yeah. which Emmy. is absurd. Yeah, he was also Emmy nominated for Six Feet Under. He was. Golden Globe nominated like six times, I think, also yep. for Dexter. But he did finally win a, five one, times for Dexter. Five times for Dexter. He did win one Golden Globe. Seven times for an Emmy. That's crazy. And never won one. Six. I'm sorry, six. I think six for Dexter and one for uh, Six Feet Under. Under. For Six Feet Under. Yeah. Uh, so two of the you know iconic dramas of all time, he was either the main character or the, the secondary character. Uh, and well, really, it was kind of a co-lead. Yeah, in I was going to say under, you could argue that. Uh, and the lead in Dexter, and he was so different. You know, in, in one of them, he plays this kind of refined, fragile homosexual in Six Feet Under, uh, and then in Dexter, he's like this. Well, closet serial killer. Well, closet serial killer, sociopath, but, but badass sociopath, just completely different. Then you see him in something like Cold in July, which is this indie movie that was so good. And he plays a redneck, um, uh, 
kind of a how do you know how well, here's a description for it right there yeah there we go when a protective father meets a murderous ex-con both need to deviate from the path they're on as they soon find themselves entangled in a downward spiral of lies and violence uh yeah and he's so good in it anyways uh i love michael c hall uh on the basis of dexter and six feet under not a household name i guarantee you if i text my family no one will know who he is no. right exactly but exactly. also, you should mention his stage because he did um, yes. the Hedwig. What's the name? Uh, Hedwig the Angry, Angry Itch. Which the Hedwig the <laughs> Hedwig the Angry Itch. We itch. really suck at this. Anyways, he's Jacob's also a, make the sound better later. He's a. I don't know how to fix that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also a. He's an accomplished. Stage actor. Stage actor. As well. That's what I was looking. He is at. very accomplished. He stage did that, actor. and uh, Gamer was an awful movie, but he has a great musical number he in does. it. Yeah, that was a Gerard just Butler out of nowhere movie where he plays the villain. Stupid movie, but it's worth watching just for Michael C. Hall, and he does. He has this like song and dance number uh, that's really really good. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Michael C. Hall completely underrated. Should have a handful of Emmys and Golden Globes by now. Two of the great uh, shows of all time. And I hope that he starts doing more uh, movies. Jacob, your number three most underrated actor of all time. Uh, my number three is Steve Buscemi. Uh, yeah. I wondered if he was going to make anybody's list. Yeah. He, I'm glad he did. So he his career basically started in kind of like the mid-80s, mid to late-80s. Uh, really, Buscemi's been in mostly Coen Brothers movies. Right. And in uh, Tarantino movies. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically, Fargo, Reservoir Dogs, Big Lebowski, uh, Miller's Crossing, uh, those are where he's got better roles, especially Fargo. Um, you also, I mean, I don't like the movie, but he was good in Armageddon. Yeah, um, he was. He actually. was good in that, and uh, he also has a couple of Golden Globes for his role in Boardwalk. And he won for the first season of Boardwalk Empire. Right, and I mean that just goes to show you that he does have the acting chops to be a lead character, mm -hmm. especially someone of his size and scale and, and sound look. and look to be that kind Face. of a character. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, he has zero Oscar nominations. That's He's crazy. He's won one out of four That's Golden so Globe nominations. Uh, and, of course, all four of those were for Boardwalk. And he, or, I'm sorry, three of those were for Boardwalk, which one he won. And then an, another one's for a movie called Ghost World. Maybe it's a TV yeah. show. Yeah, no, Ghost World. No, that's that's where I first discovered Scarlett Johansson. Johansson yeah. oh. She was a teenager, I think, at the time. It was her and Thora Birch and Steve Buscemi. And Steve Buscemi's got, like, a crush on a teenager. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's, he's you know, he, he's great. He, he's just so unique, and a lot of it is his sound and his look. Yeah. I mean, he's he's squirrely sounding. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, he was even in Monsters Inc. He's the bad guy in that. He's the salamander. Yeah, um, there's there's so many cool things about. That's another thing. He plays cool really well. He does. And Mr. Pink in Reservoir Dogs does. is a great example for a guy that can panic really well. Yeah, he also play like, hey, I'm the rational guy here. Yeah, and he can. I won't say he's intimidating in that, but he is a don't mess with me kind of guy. So he can, he's got a lot of range. He does. Well, and Boardwalk Empire really shows Oh, that. it does. Yeah. His range is great. And it's funny when you look, like you mentioned his stature. He's a little bitty guy. Right. But the fact that he can be so badass and intimidating and you actually buy it right. as, as an audience <laughs> member is really uh, Con you know, Air. a testament. I just to, thought of Con Air. Con, he was the best part of Con Air. Con right. Air blows, right. but he was really <laughs> – him and John Malkovich. He's a little intimidating. Both, yeah, he is. Yeah, Steve Buscemi is, is enjoyable in everything. He's one of those actors that no matter what's going on, he at least himself and his role, his part is always going to be entertaining. 
Here's what I just thought of. What about the stupid Adam Sandler movie? I was just going to bring that up. Um, the one where he's got the crazy eyes. Well, the one where they all go to out camping or they're, out, they're all four uh, grown together. Ups? Grown ups. Is he in grown ups? Yeah, he like gets his arm broke multiple times. He's like oh, all on I the bad guy side. I remember being in that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I guess I. I guess I. He's. It's the most random cameo. Adam Sandler has got some sort of. <laughs> I weird was gonna say he's in a lot of people. Adam Sandler Adam movies. Some major pool. Yeah. Although he did provide a hilarious scene that I always remember. Uh, whenever somebody like you hate like makes up with you or says something nice to you. Like, remember the scene in, is it Billy Madison or, or <laughs> Happy Gilmore, where he's got all the people he's going to kill on a list? Oh, and it's, then, in, it's in Happy Gilmore, right? Nope, it's in Billy Madison. It's in Billy Madison. And then Billy calls up to, to apologize, and you see him <laughs> yes. cross off Billy Madison off his yeah, kill list. That's right. I forgot about that. I always <laughs> think of that scene. I'm glad so I called that guy. You know, I do want to point out his role as Donnie and, and the Big Lebowski, too. Like, there are parts of the, the yes. movie I just don't like, but there's not one scene that doesn't have Donnie in it that I don't like. That's yeah. true. And again, he play, look at that character so like unassuming and and kind of a pushover and then juxtapose it against a movie like or boardwalk empire or yeah. something like reservoir dogs yeah where he's complete badass yeah, he's got good range yeah he does did you mention sopranos no i didn't also he pl- he was well season five in one season i didn't see oh okay well yeah. he, he plays a good role in it as he well does. Uh, Rachel, you're number three most underrated actor of all time. Number three, which this might sound a little bit ridiculous because he's won an Oscar, but I'm going with Sam Rockwell because I still believe that the the common man has no idea who Sam Rockwell is. I completely Sam Rockwell's agree. won an Oscar. He's, uh, he won an Oscar? Uh, maybe he did. I thought he did for Moon. No, he wasn't even nominated. Was he even nominated for that? He wasn't nominated. All right, just kidding. Sam Rockwell is on my honorable mention. I think that guy is an amazing actor. He is an amazing Very actor. Super oh, underrated. He won an award for it, but it wasn't an Oscar. Yeah, okay. yeah. He, he, I don't bad, think he's been bad. Oscar nominated. It doesn't look. We, like he if has. you if you were to Google, like I said this has. before this li- we even did this list. I said if you Google most underrated actors of all time, you're going to see two names that are always going to come up: Gary Oldman and Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Those for two sure. guys. Will come up every time. Well, because, I see Steve Buscemi a lot too. Yeah, Steve Buscemi, but it's definitely yeah. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, uh, but that's a great, great choice, and he should have been nominated for. He you might have been, been thinking that because he should have been nominated. Moon, for Moon was awesome. It was really, and good. he was the movie. He I was. mean, he he carried it by himself. Secret room. Just put that anywhere. Now, that's a good idea. That's where, that's where, that's where I keep my leprechauns. Get out of the way. What? Why? I want to look underneath that model. You're not touching this model. Get out of the way. Listen, why don't you relax, okay? Why don't you take a pill, bake a cake, go read you, the encyclopedia. You're a tough guy now? What, are you gonna stab me? No, I'm a peaceful warrior. I'm, I'm a lover, I'm not a fighter. Put the knife down. Hey, I, I wanna look just... underneath there. Put the knife down. No, I'm not gonna give you the knife. What? Just get out of the way. I'm... Take it easy, because I go with the knife. Don't ever tell me what to do, okay? But then he's, uh, I loved him in the way, way back. He just uh, that, made that movie he, for me. He was one of my favorite characters of that year. If we were to do a top characters of... He might of, be one of my favorite characters of the last decade. Yeah. I don't know. That character was really, really good. He was so likable and charming and funny and sweet. Um, well, one, one, one 
great uh, trait that Sam Rockwell has is that he can be cocky funny. Yes. Yes, he can. And I He's love the funny, funny jackass. He is. Right. I mean, I, I, love that. I have him highlighted in my giant list and specific movies like The Green Mile. Yes. Yeah. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. He's awesome in. Seven Psychopaths. Uh, Galaxy Quest as the, you know, the sixth man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I thought he was the only thing that was good about Charlie's Angels. But he's a he's a really good villain in it. I actually oh, yeah, never he saw is. it, but you never saw Charlie's Angels? Why would I? It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was better terrible. than you think. Yeah. The sequel uh, kind of sucks. Sam but... Rockwell is the answer to why I would ever watch Charlie's yeah, that's Angels. True. Sam Rockwell's be the only good. reason. Uh but anyways, I love Sam Rockwell. Uh yeah, that's a great I'm glad I didn't know if he was gonna he's on my honorable mentions as well. Uh and honestly he might have made my list, but I just assumed that he would make y'all's list. So I first noticed him in in the Green Mile, and I was like, "Wow, this guy is kind of electrifying." And then he kept showing up and stuff, and kept showing up, and I was like, "Yes, this guy's he's he good." He, and he I've been, is, and I've, he's, I've had fun watching him ever since. I think he's the reason why he can. Matchstick Men is another good movie. Sorry, yeah, yeah no, you're good. And Seven Psychopaths. You yep. mentioned that. Oh, did I? Okay. <laughs> I knew I was thinking. I don't know if I said. Uh, it. But I think the reason why he can be that funny jackass is because he's so charismatic and likable mm-hmm. that he can pretty much get away with whatever he wants to. Right. And in a way, he's, I don't want to say he's a poor man's Edward Norton, but he's somewhere like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's I like can a more likable that, yeah. Ed Norton with maybe not quite the, the ceiling of Ed Norton, yeah. like talent ceiling of Ed Norton. I can see that. Uh, but he's, at some point, he's going to get nominated for an Oscar. Or at least he should. Gosh, Hopefully, he doesn't go down the path of some moon. of these he, yeah, he, he he's still have. doing good indies. I mean, he's, he is. So, he, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Well, let's he's see you on the really screen, buddy. Keep, keep, keep doing it. <laughs> keep it going. I'm, I'm sure he's listening to this right now. <laughs> he's... Uh, like, yeah, that, that, uh, that Jacob guy's right. Maybe I should keep doing it. <laughs> I was going to give up. Was Why does he that sound like that? Avengers movie, but no, no. <laughs> Why does he sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's my Sam Rockwell impression. <laughs> So not Sam Rockwell, <laughs> but that's his like that's his rational voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> uh, that was great. Uh, my number three is actually already it's our first repeat. My number three most underrated actor is Michael Shannon. Uh, I couldn't leave him off when I was going through. Like you said, um, he, he might be the best working actor that the common man doesn't know. Uh, I don't know it's if insane. I can. I don't know if I can say that for sure because there's to a couple through. in there, but the, he's one of he's, them. He's because I guarantee you, I, I'd say ninety five percent of the the people in the world don't know who Michael Shannon is. But movie watcher, you know, just general public. But I spe- since you already talked so much about him, the the one I want to bring up is Take Shelter, just because I I think that's his best performance. He's had a lot of good ones, but that's where I like. I already liked him before that. And I thought he was an underrated actor. Then I saw Take Shelter. I was like, oh my gosh, this is good as this dude is like special talented. Yeah. Like he is absurdly talented. And he was robbed. He, there was a lot of talk he could get nominated that year. And they think, you know, if you follow it, I remember that year he was like the first one to miss the cut of being nominated. But he absolutely should have been nominated. One of my favorite probably performances of the past several years was Michael Shannon in Take Shelter. Yeah. Good call. I see you out here! God damn it! You think I'm crazy? Huh? Is that what he told you? Mm. Well, listen up! There is a storm coming! 
Jacob, your number two most underrated actor of all time. Yeah, there are definitely three guys I knew would make this list, and I have no qualms because I think he sometimes can be one-dimensional putting Chris Cooper as my number two. Oh, oh interesting. Chris Cooper. I think Chris Cooper is, is a, an excellent actor. Good choice. When I say one-dimensional, let me read off some of these movies because he usually plays military, police yeah. officer, very stern. Yes. Sharp, you know, kind yeah, of he does. So, His range is limited. Uh, American Beauty, Breach, which I loved him in Breach. Uh, the Kingdom, which he was great in Kingdom. That's when they, they go and they try to uh, they go to Saudi Arabia yes. and flesh out a bomb, yep. uh, bombing scene. Syriana, Jarhead, Me, Myself, and Irene, which he's it's a funny movie, but he, he does that well too. Uh, a Time to Kill, he's a police officer in that who gets shot. Uh, and then he's, uh, you know, the, yes. the Born uh, yeah. Identity movies. Yeah. Uh. I love him in the Time to Kill. I just want to say right. that. And I, then, I, like, uh, he's in the Muppets, but he's like kind of like a big oil tycoon. Yeah, you know those kinds of roles. That's yeah. hilarious. Though. So <laughs> the one, ro- the one role, which is his only nomination and win, was a role where he plays a sweet guy, and he just loves what he does, and that's adaptation. Yes, which I loved him in adaptation. He was, I was really so good happy that he Did won. You ever miss turtles? The only thing that made your ten-year-old life worth living. Look, I'll tell you a story, all right? I once fell deeply, you know, profoundly in love with tropical fish. Had 60 goddamn fish tanks in my house. I skin-dived to find just the right ones. Anisotromus virginicus, Holocanthus ciliaris, Chaetodon capistratus, you name it. In one day I say, fuck fish. I renounce fish. I vow never to set foot in that ocean again. That's how much fuck fish. That was 17 years ago, and I have never since stuck so much as a toe in that ocean. And I love the ocean. But why? Done with fish. <laughs> it's a Charlie Kaufman uh, screenplay uh, directed by Spike Lee, Spike Jones. Yes. If you've never seen it, go watch it. It will blow your mind how out of just out of it the whole thing is mm-hmm. out of it that's not a good way to explain it um it's all <laughs> over there. the map out, out there, there. Yeah. yeah it's it's a movie about a guy who writes a movie about or trying to write a movie about flowers yeah yeah <laughs> that's it which is nuts yeah and it, but it's so it's good amazing. it's so good uh, and uh chris cooper is great in it going back to some of the movies i brought up i first noticed him in american beauty you know, he's been around since, uh, you know, the late 80s as well. But I think American Beauty was probably his breakout role. It was, which is in 99. Yes, right. So, so, so he's around for a decade and nobody knew who this dude was. Yeah, and his, his role was so good. Of course, there's so many, so many things about American Beauty that was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting is, I, I still think that it should have swept the academies that year. And Annette Bening got robbed. But Chris Cooper was even nominated for it, and he was he was so good in it. Anyway, and he's done nothing but great things, I think, since. And I love seeing him in movies, even when I don't know he's going to be in it. Even if he pops up as a cameo, he's always fun to see movies. I think he's an excellent actor and very underrated. Yeah, he yeah, is. Good pick. Yeah, that is good. I, I got to be honest, I didn't even think of him, but that's a great pick. Uh, Rachel, you're number two most underrated actor of all time. Elizabeth Olsen. Nice. Which, yes, um, the first may, actress to make the list. This may be. I know. I kind of felt bad about some of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this may be a little early to put her on the list because she doesn't have a big filmography yet. But uh, I saw her in Mary Martha, Martha, Martha Marcy, Marcy May Marlene. Marlene. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's hard to say. Which was a 
which was her first real I mean that was her first real role outside of you know Olsen twin movies um, but she was so so good in that and I fell in love with her right away because of that role hello hello hi yeah Um, I'm not sure. I'm upstate, I think. You're in New York? Yeah, I think. When did you get back? How long have you been here? Martha? Martha, what's wrong? Uh, I don't know. I'm... I, I should go back. Go back where? Martha? What happened? Are you okay? Um, I have to go. Um, I, I can't stay gone, so, um... I'm sorry for calling. Martha, please don't hang up. Don't hang up the phone. Find out where you are, and I will come get you. Martha? I can't wait that long. She went on to do Silent House, which I thought was not a great movie, but she was fantastic in it, and it accomplished a lot of things technically that I thought were really impressive. She was in Kill Your Dar- Darling. She was in a movie called In Secret, which actually has, oh my gosh, what's his name? Tom Felton in it. Yes. Which was a terrible movie, but again, she was great in it. She was in the remake of Old Boy. Of course, she is going to be a Scarlet Witch in the Avengers. Well, she was Scarlet Witch in the Avengers, but we'll see more of her. Which I really like that cast. Yeah. Casting. That was, she's, she's excellent. I, I don't generally just for whatever reason, I don't generally notice actresses and I don't know if it's because of their roles or whatever, but she stood out to me immediately coming up this month. She's going to be in, I saw the light, which is actually getting terrible reviews that Hank Williams movie, the biopic with Tom Hiddleston and her. Oh, that's disappointing. I was kind of looking forward to that. From early reviews, the performances are really good. The movie itself is the problem. Huh. That sucks. So That's that does kind of suck. I didn't know, I didn't know Elizabeth that. Olsen has a lot of time left. I think we'll be seeing her a lot more, especially because of the Avengers. You know, we've been known, we've known her for several years now, but that's going to be her breakout role, unfortunately. Yeah. Because I thought she was amazing in Mar- Martha Marcy May Marlene. She yeah. was. She was uh, so she was, good in that. Yeah. I mean, and it's kind of funny that she's in Olsen, but I think like those, those twins, they're going to be successful because they have their design career right uh, but it's kind of funny that it looks like their little sister is going to end up being the movie star i really yeah. hope that she is she's so talented yeah. so but she's got more very cool character you know yeah she's got more acting talent than all the full house actors combined <laughs> agreed <laughs> not just her sisters you can take every single person on full house Add all their talent together, and Elizabeth Olsen is still more talented than <laughs> that. Is them. accurate. That's a really good nice. choice. She's she really is one of my favorite kind of up and coming favorite actresses right and now. And she might be more of an up and coming, but I definitely wanted to make sure that she got talked about. I would because, say that she's still yep. underrated though, because even for you know a lot of the ones that we talk about as up and coming, like the Michael B. Jordans or the oh, I don't know Brie Larson. Brie Larson. They are getting some acclaim and some, you know, I, I think people are starting to talk about them. I feel like Elizabeth Olsen is still really under the radar. She is still, she more so than like Jessica Chastain or, or right. some of these other ones. Oscar that, Isaac, yeah. whoever you want to say. Right. Uh, my number two most underrated actor of all time, uh, not of all time, but my favorite, is uh, Peter Sarsgaard. 
Nice. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. He's a he's a guy that again I think that most people just don't know. I first noticed him actually in the Salton Sea with Val Kilmer, another one yeah. of my most underrated actors. He plays kind of a plays Val Kilmer as kind of a best friend sidekick who's a dummy sweetheart, um, good hearted criminal dummy, uh, and plays it so well. Um, but since then, um, I loved him in Boys Don't Cry, Jarhead, and Education. He's really good in Jarhead. He's really good in Black uh, Jarhead. Really good in Education as well. Yeah, he is. Uh, plays an a hole, which he doesn't normally play. But he can. That's the thing. He's got great range. Honestly, I think if he was better looking, he would be a bigger name. He's not that good right. looking a dude. But his talent is... I think that's the case with a lot of these yep. underrated actors. Yep, which absolutely. It's a shame sometimes. Yep. Because uh, my number one is a perfect example of that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. I th- Well, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon's not that good looking. If he was a better looking dude, probably be a household name. That's how it is with Peter Sargasgard. Uh, he was great in Black Mass. He's in this movie called Experimenter that He's came really out last year. He's really good in that. Yeah. He's really, really good in... Orphan, Lovelace, Pawn Sacrifice, Blue Jasmine, that's being mentioned again, uh, Shattered Glass. He's been in a lot of Kinsey, Garden State, a lot of indie yep. movies, like well-acclaimed, well-known indie movies. He's always a supporting character for the most part. Every once in a while, he'll get a lead like in Education. education. Yeah. Actually, he was. I would say he's a lead in, in Garden State, too, which to me, that was the first time I ever really noticed him. Yeah, but... but incredibly talented actor and his range is so good I, I, I he can be really funny he can be really sweet he can be an a-hole he can be a villain yeah speaking of villains he was in green lantern which we'll just forget about uh that wasn't his fault <laughs> he went a little too far probably. yeah <laughs> he did the best he could it's like but... don Hall gleason being the bad guy in uh, star wars yes like, eh, we, we really yeah. went for it there bud but let's pull it back a little He's, he's such a good actor though uh, he's a good actor. and i, and I really hope good. and he's going to be in the magnificent seven remake that's coming out um so awesome. I think his star is kind of on the rise. I don't think he'll ever be a household name just because, like I said, I think he's always going to be kind of a supporting guy. But we'll always, we'll always, we'll always know him, and yeah. I'm always pretty jacked when I see him in a movie. Me too. He I'm always, he always sells yeah. it for me. Oh, and last thing I'll say, he was in uh, the Killing, which I think is a really underrated show. He's in one yes. season of it, and so good. And he got, I think he got so, nominated so for an Emmy or Golden Globe for best, you know, like a special guest star. What he, he was. He should have if he did. He played a death row inmate uh, that you don't know whether he's guilty or innocent. And man, he's good. So good. Um, Jacob, your number one most underrated actor of all time. Apparently, he's not a looker. Yeah. Well, I don't know. To each his own. But um, it is, without a doubt, Gary Oldman. Yep. I, I think this yeah, guy I say he's is. A looker. By far the most underrated actor. What's kind of funny, I bet everyone in Hollywood thinks that he's an excellent actor, has utmost respect for him, but I guarantee no one knows that he's been in so many movies that are great movies. And I actually, I had to just write down on the back of my paper some of these great roles. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So his career kind of started in the early 80s, but since, I'd say since the early 90s is where he took off. So he started as 
Lee Harvey Oswald in JFK. That was in 91. And in 1992, he was Dracula in uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram yep. Stoker's Dracula, yep. which he was amazing in. Yes, Think about was. the range, too, when I say these. Uh, in uh, 93, he was a Drexel Spirey in True Romance, which is kind of like Jamaican speaking wigger. Uh, <laughs> in 94, he was Stansfield, the dirty cop in uh, Leon the Professional. Uh, which that's he was that's where he in. really kind of started getting a lot of notice was for that role. Yeah, well, I mean, and then, well, 97, which there are some other movies between 94 and 97, but 97, he was uh, Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg in The Fifth Element. Uh, which he was yes, awesome in. He was so good in that. The same year, ninety-seven. Ivan Korshnov, the the Russian in Air Force One. Yes. Uh, I mean, his range is amazing. Your time for revenge is at hand. Voila, the ZF One. Slide. Handles adjustable for easy carrying. Good for riders and lefties. Strikes down on four parts. Undetectable by X-ray. Ideal for quick, discreet interventions. A word on firepower. Titanium recharger, 3,000 round clip with bursts of 3 to 300. With the replay button, another Zorg invention, it's even easier. One shot. Replay sends every following shot to the same location. And to finish the job, all Zorg oldies but goldies. Rocket launcher. Arrow launcher. With explosion of poisonous gas head. Very practical. A famous net launcher. The always efficient flamethrower. My favorite. And for the grand finale, the all new Ice Cube system. And you kind of flash forward, really, in the 2000s, you know, for the Harry Potter series, he was Sirius Black, excellently yes, casted. Yes, he was. Yes, he um, was. And then, of course, then it was strange. And then we start this Dark Knight trilogy where he pulls back the reins and he just kind of is a good-hearted, mild manner. Um, Which it was so weird for to see him play a normal guy. What was the, just to see him play a nice, normal, good guy. I honestly thought that was one of his best. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm really noticing him because he's like so normal. <laughs> He's just a nice guy. That's so weird, Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah, so he plays Inspector Gordon like this good-hearted cop, and I mean, and he was really good in it. Uh, and then to follow that up, he gets his first ever Oscar nomination, and I think his most boring role ever. Tinker Taylor. No, I love the movie. I don't love it. I like the movie. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. I thought it was boring. It was I, I'm still so boring. But it was I, kind of one of those roles like Michael Keaton or you know, uh, Mickey Rourke. Where we yeah. really wanted them to win out of respect. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, he was good in it. It's just it was kind of a slow burn. It, uh, it was a really slow so, burn. To talk about how the respect I have for Gary Oldman, I think he is the only actor out there that can do the same roles that Jack Nicholson did. And I think that's a bold statement. Think about I bet he can do The Shining. I bet he yeah. can do One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest yeah. or um, Chinatown. I guarantee he yeah. or, or the Joker. Can you see him as a Joker? Yeah, I could especially see him as in the Joker. early nineties. Yeah, I could see him. I as mean, a this Joker. guy has such range, and it's amazing how he's gone under the radar. Yeah. And I guarantee he's not a household name. Oh, and no, he's no, got no, one nomination in his belt, especially for some of those roles in the nineties. Oh, he was so good in the nineties. I mean, he really was, and he he shot out of the gate. I remember seeing him back to back in the movies you mentioned, JFK and Dracula and Leon, just right. like back to back to back in True Romance. Even as a younger guy, I, I took notice. But he, he has flown under the radar all these years. To me, when, when I honestly, when I think of most underrated actors of all time, he's the first person that comes to my well, head. He, he, he 
especially in the 90s again, plays a great bad guy. That's why it's kind of funny to see him as Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. yeah. Because for a decade, he played a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So many different bad guys. Too. Yeah. I love Gary Oldman. I love the scene in Leon. Do you remember where he's, he's going down the hallway with the gun? He passes by the door. His head with it. Well, that. <laughs> but then he passes by the door with his shotgun and he's like, mm, and walks backwards and goes in and shoots her in the bathtub. <laughs> it's been it awesome since I've seen it, but yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. He's, I love it. he's great in that movie. He really knows how to shoot somebody in the bathtub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Underrated skill. Uh, that's a great choice. I'm glad he had to be brought up because he's kind of like the. Under, I think he and my number one are the two that I always feel like. And Sam Rockwell. Rachel, your number one most underrated actor of all time. The guy who inspired the list, John Goodman. Hey, I'll jump in because he's my number one as well. I figured really? it might be. John yeah. Goodman. Who wants to go first? No, Rachel. Uh, it's your turn. I've been in love with John Goodman since Roseanne, which is what Brandon referred to like of Roseanne fame, but it was. Um, he... Dan Connor is one of my favorite TV characters of all time. He reminded me of my dad a lot. He's, my dad's not as rough around the edges, but his ability be, to be loving and funny and sarcastic and strong and gentle all mm-hmm. at the same time yes. was amazing to me. Um, and and he, the fact that he was so convincing and so believable while having to act opposite Roseanne all those years so, I mean, really, I mean, when you put a great actor and put a really shitty one, and like, <laughs> like he has to carry that. She's pretty yes. rough around the edges. She's for sure. pretty bad. She played herself, so she wasn't as terrible right. as she's, she, like, Roseanne DJ. can play Roseanne, uh, but she's an acquired taste. She's a bit abrasive. But but yeah. the fact that he John was Goodman with a much less much lesser actor, yeah, uh, just kind of shows how good he was. I would he say he's much more the heart of that show. He yes. was Whereas, for sure. You know, it was about Roseanne, and yes. for sure. But when you look at everything else that he's been in, people may just think like, oh yeah, he was Dan Connor. He was in Raising uh, <laughs> Raising Arizona. He was also in Always, Sea of Love, Arachnophobia. Barton Fink, King Ralph, um, Monsters Inc. Going... He was uh, the lead voice he, in Monsters Inc. He was. Yeah, uh, he's he was in the Flintstones. Tully, Tully, is that yes. right? He's been in so many Did things. Did you bring up Big Lebowski? Big Lebowski was next. Uh, he's so good. I mean, he is so. Good. What I, I, what love... I think is so good about John Goodman is that he's both lovable and yes. yet um, intimidating at yes. the same time. Strong, which we talked yeah. a little bit about in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Because you do kind of want to give this guy a bear hug. Because you, you've seen him in so many years in Roseanne. Right. He is that guy. He's He's got to be that guy. Yeah. He's too good at playing Dan Connor to not be the the lovable bear. Yeah. Um, but then you see him lose his temper. Yeah. And it's like, I do not want to mess with that no, guy. No, no. He, he really can play both so well. Yeah, he can be really and he scary. Can be so funny. Like, he's all ends of the spectrum. It's the same thing. It's only because he's overweight. Because he's such a big guy, he's never going to be a leading man. No. So he's always, you know, going to get a supporting role. He's he's never going to get the the roles that a lot of the leading men roles would get. So he's he's that's the only reason. Yeah, a lot of these he's are probably looks. typecast. Yeah, yeah. typecast. Yeah. Well, and another thing that doesn't get brought up a lot, and you saw it a little bit in Roseanne, but he was also in Blues Brothers two thousand, which admittedly wasn't a great movie. But he's also like he's a pretty good singer, and he's actually oh, got man. some dance moves, yeah. which you don't ever see, but they're there. <laughs> kind of like Chris Farley. <laughs> kind of like Chris Farley. <laughs> uh, but I just 
absolutely love. He was in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, which didn't get mentioned yet. Oh, the um, Coens love him. Oh, yeah. The Coens inside Lewin Davis. I mean, the Coens. And I feel like people, really good directors, they, they like working yeah. with him. Because he was even in the really artist. Good. He's been in a lot of like yeah. Best Picture nominee type movies. Because he's a really freaking good actor. Yeah. And I think directors recognize Did that and they want to work with him. A little bit ago? Yeah, he was in Argo, another Best Picture winner. Right. He was in that really crappy one, the 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 9 11 one. It sucked, but he was good in it. He played the. Uh, he worked the at the hotel. One? The two uh, towers. Oh gosh, hold on, give me two seconds. This got a long. Extremely loud title. and incredibly close. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was oh. in that. He was the oh. doorman in that. He was the. Yeah, and he was the best part about it. Yes, he uh, was. Yeah. He was in the Gambler. He was in Barton Fink. Uh, he's just always good. And you know what's funny about him? He started off in the eighties, not only with Roseanne being the you know being a comic actor. But with, like, Revenge of the Nerds was the first time I noticed him. He played the coach of the football team, uh, and he was kind of a jackass. Uh, but then he also, and like, encouraged, like, the jocks to make fun of the nerds and, like, pick on the nerds. Yeah. But then he had, a, like, a string of, like, like comedies like King Ralph, Matinee, Arachnophobia, like, all these. I forgot he was in Arachnophobia. Yeah. yeah. But he was in all those, like, 80s kind of, like, not quite hits, but kind of hit comedy movies. Been around for a while. Been around yeah. for a long time. And then he, uh, then in the 90s, kind of started taking on more serious, dramatic roles. And really in the 2000s, he's been, like we said, in a lot of really good movies. He's always really, really good. He's he always is. one of the best things about a movie. First of all, dude, you don't have an accent. Secondly, this is a fucking show dog with fucking papers. You can't board it. It gets upset. Its hair falls out. Walter. Fucking dog has fucking papers. Over the line! Huh? I'm sorry, Smokey. You were over the line. That's a foul. Bullshit. Market eight, dude. Uh, Excuse me. Market zero. Next frame. Bullshit, Walter. Market eight, dude. Smokey, this is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. Hey, Walter, come on. It's just... Hey, man, it's smoky, so his toe slipped over a little, you know? It's just a game, man. This is a league game. This determines who enters the next round robin. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't... Am I wrong? Yeah, but I wasn't over. Give me the marker, dude. I'm marking an eight. Smoky, my friend. You're entering a world of pain. Walter, man. You mark that frame an eight, you're entering a world of pain. I'm not... A world of pain. Look, dude, I... This is your partner. Has the whole world gone crazy? Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Market zero. They're calling the cops, man. Put the piece away. Market zero. Walter, put the piece away. Walter? You think I'm fucking around here? Market zero. All right, it's fucking zero. You happy, you crazy fuck? League game smoke. One more note that I can think of about him too is isn't it weird how he doesn't seem to age? Yeah. He <laughs> kind of looks well, like he did in Roseanne. And I think it was maybe the gambler or something. He has his shirt off. His oh, body yeah. is like an old. That's right. That made me so That's sad. That's right. Oh, he was awesome. He was the best thing about The Gambler. He the was. Gambler was a really disappointing movie with Mark Wahlberg. He was But he fantastic. played like the boss man of like some mob syndicate, right? Yeah. Something like that. And he he was like in like a sauna or something, yep. right? He with was in a sauna off. and I was like, oh man, John Goodman looks old under there. That's <laughs> yeah. not good. His face looks yeah, good Yeah, but though. still. His, his face, face looks, looks good. good. <laughs> uh, also, I wanted to mention his character in Inside Lewin Davis because he, uh, Lewin Davis 
ends up going to Chicago with a couple of guys and John Goodman is just sitting in the back seat, totally passed out for most of the time, wakes up, yeah. is a complete asshole to him, yeah. just a total asshole to Lewin Davis. Um, and even tells him like this, Lewin tells him like this touching story and he basically just makes fun of him. That's but right. it, it, it was such an interesting role because he's so unlikable in it, but it's John Goodman, so you still can't help but like him. But I... I can't say enough good things about John Goodman, one of my favorite actors of all time. I'll also bring up, just because we mentioned his voice acting, he was also hilarious in The Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that's uh, right. And we didn't even mention he played Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones I movies. Oh, yeah. That's like the, uh, oh, you the did? perfect catch. I'm, I ran through I mentioned uh, Okay, I must have missed yeah. it. But then one of my favorite roles, like Denzel got nominated for his role, but I actually think John Goodman was better and it was Flight, yeah. the movie about the alcoholic uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pilot. Remember John Goodman was like this drug dealer or whatever, and he like stole the show every single time he came into the movie. So that's the kind of stuff he does. He's always stealing scenes. Listen, he's my number one because when we did 10 Cloverfield Lane, I was like, oh, we need to do most underrated actors because I thought John Goodman, to me, boom, I think underrated actors. Yep, me too. That's why he's my number one. Last thing I'll say, and this isn't why I like John Goodman, but this is a testament to his skill, I think. Um, Al Pacino... Uh, acted with him. I knew this was coming, with jo- uh, Jacob. But uh, in Sea of Love, uh, he plays his partner in Sea of Love. And he's in You Don't Know Jack. And I was going to say, and he's also in You Don't Know Jack, and he's great in You Don't Know Jack. Yeah, that's right. He was uh, good in that. He really was. Uh, he got a lot of acclaim for that as well. But uh, Al Pacino's acted with like all the titans of the, the movie industry. I mean, De Niro, Brando, Duvall, uh, Depp. Philip Seymour Hoffman, name him, Pacino's acted with him. Adam Sandler? Just kidding, I don't know. <laughs> That's true, actually, unfortunately. And somebody asked him once who his favorite person to act with was, and he said John Goodman. Oh, cool. He said his favorite person to... to... Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that just tells you, I mean, how good John Goodman must be. So there you go. Uh, now, some honorable mentions, maybe some people that we didn't mention. I think uh, you two should go first because yeah, my list is ridiculous. I'm just going to mark off who you don't name. Okay. Rachel, you go first. Do name. Um, I also had Michael Madsen. Yes. Uh, Kate Mara. Oh, yeah. Down. You mean Mads Mikkelsen? No, oh, I Mads mean, Mikkelsen is a good oh, choice too. Michael Madsen has in I, the guy who's in. <laughs> I did mean Michael Madsen. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> just gonna. I had talk. J.K. Simmons, <laughs> yes. which he's getting a little more recognition now. Uh, Stanley Tucci, Mark Ruffalo, which I don't know if he counts anymore, really, but at yeah, some point he it, was. At some point he was. Uh, John Lithgow. Sarah Paulson, which is starting to get some recognition. Oh, that's a good choice. Actually, not for American Horror Story, which you would think, because it's been on for so long. Yeah. But now that The People vs. OJ is on, she's getting some recognition for I've that. Sarah Paulson also. Um, John Hawks. And that's my, a great choice. I, love I really wanted bone. him to make it. He was great yeah. in that. And uh, Michael Pena, I think is how Pena. you say it. Pena. Yeah. Pena. I loved him in that uh, cop movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. End of Watch? Yes. yes. He was so good in that. Um, I'll go through mine really quickly. Uh, Sam Rockwell, which you said. Um, then some other ones that are bigger names, but I still feel like they're underrated. Kurt Russell, I actually think is underrated. Stanley Tucci, you mentioned. You mentioned John Lithgow. Then some other ones that weren't mentioned. Woody Harrelson, I think, is actually underrated. I as agree. An actor. on my list. Do you? Yes. Yeah, I think he's vastly underrated as an actor. Ben Foster, which is a name most people don't know. Very good. Yeah, 310 Yuma, Lone Survivor, Alpha Dog. He's awesome. Yes, it? he's so, so good. Completely under the radar. Guy Pierce, 
has been yeah. in so many good movies. That's he true. had a good run. He had a good run. He hasn't done as much lately. He's having to but, work for it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still a really good uh, actor that nobody really knows about. A couple of interesting... Oh, Ruth Wilson, who is in... She is really good. She's in Luther and now in The Affair. Two TV shows she's fantastic in. Oh, I in. like her. She's yeah. really good. She's, she's got something about her. Man. Yeah. She's, she's slick. A, she is. She's a British actress. And then a couple that are... Don't seem like they'd be underrated, but I really think they are. Gene Wilder, I think, is actually underrated as nice. an actor. He's yeah. actually really, really solid and talented. People just think of him though as kind of the funny Willy Wonka guy. guy. Yeah. And then this sounds ridiculous because he was nominated for so many awards, but I'm going to argue this. Robert Duvall. I think that Robert Duvall is forgotten on the list of like the great actors. Everybody respects Robert Duvall. He's been nominated for a bunch of awards. People know who he is, but I think he's underrated from the aspect of people kind of like just forget about him. When when they make lists like greatest actors of all time, there's no reason mentioned. he shouldn't be in the list. Yes. But would you ever put him up with Pacino or De Niro? I think he's in the next. I, I think he's in. Like, I, I would. I mean, I love Robert Duvall. He's I love fantastic. Robert Duvall. And, and that's what I'm saying. The thing is, like, I think he always played a certain kind of roles, whether they were yeah. Westerns. Which he's a great he's a great cowboy um, or like a lawyer type role. Yes, I agree with that. But but I just feel like he's just kind of forgotten. About. Good old boy, he plays a lot of good old boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last one, John Cazal, who was only. I'm glad ever, you mentioned him, though. Only ever in five movies ever, most famous as uh, Fredo Corleone in the oh, Godfather series. Yeah, good call. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon. He's definitely a forgotten actor, but God, he had a great run. Five he, movies, all five of them were nominated for Best Picture. Oh wow! He would have really been something. Yeah, he just died early. Died yeah. young, but incredible run. Jacob, you now is going to read the encyclopedia of most <laughs> underrated actors. Yeah, we're on a time limit here, so I'll try and speed it up. I am going to talk about a couple in particular because I just have to. And my number six is John Hawks. Uh, that guy's a chameleon. Great choice. Yeah. And I, I, I bet people don't even know what he looks like, and it's yep. crazy. Okay, just to name, like he was in Winter's Bone, and to go from a movie like that to The Sessions, which he was nominated for an Oscar in The Sessions. He was awesome. He was also great in Martha Mercy, May Marlene, yes. uh, and then in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I first noticed him in Deadwood. Uh, he's also an American gangster. The guy is all over the map as yeah. far as acting goes. Yeah. He's a very, very good actor. Um, I do want to point out Mads Mikkelsen. That's why I was like, wait, you <laughs> read Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. I think Mads Mikkelsen, who was a bad guy in Casino Royale, he was in The Hunt, which is a foreign film, Love which it. is really good. He's also in the Pusher Trilogy, and he's been really uh, acclaimed for his role in Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Mads Mikkelsen is an excellent actor. He's more he's a Danish actor, right? Yeah, he is. And, um, but when he does play you know, a lot of the English roles, he's got a great presence he about does. him. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really like uh, Arthur much, mm-hmm. the movie, but his character in Arthur is a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy that has a hawk on his shoulder, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or a falcon. <laughs> Pretty cool. I do have Michael Pena down. I love Michael Pena. End of Watch, Crash, The Martian, Ant-Man. He plays a great character. Um, I hope he's not typecast, which I'm I'm pretty sure he will be. Yeah. But Michael Payne is great. I'm actually really surprised you two didn't – either one of y'all didn't say Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, I considered him, but I just felt like people do respect – I think for a while he was underrated, but I think he got to the point where people considered him You know, though, if, if he wouldn't have died, if he would still be alive, I probably would say that he was underrated. But the outpouring That's that true. I saw after he passed away made me feel like maybe he wasn't. But you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe Jacob's right. I mean, like, like if we knocked the on the only door – on would, this would, list, I might put – I mean, I would put Gary Oldman, except that Philip Seymour Hoffman has four nomination, Oscar nominations right. yes. and, like, five Golden Globes. Right. I know? don't think the average person really knows or appreciates 
hates him, but I think he's gotten so much love from Hollywood that that's why I didn't consider him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Tucci, you already brought him up, but I think he, I've loved watching him. One since, of the great character actors. Yes, for sure. Since Devil Wears Prada and uh, Julie and Julia, he's been yeah. really good. Plus, he was kind of fun to watch in The Hunger Games. He was. He was one of those fun points about he that was, movie. He was, actually. Tilda Swinton. Uh, oh. I think she, I'm glad that she won for Michael Clayton, but she's yeah. also good, like you know, in Moonrise Kingdom and that sort of stuff. She's, Snow she's Pierce, a great where she was, actor, yeah, good actress. Here's a big one. I I texted my dad, mom, sister, and brother-in-law on the way up here, and I said, "Have y'all ever heard of Michael Fassbender?" And my brother-in-law is the only one that's heard of him. Really? And, I guess that makes sense. And I I I'm in disbelief that he's not a household name, but I don't think he is. No, no, and that's a good call. Michael Fassbender is one of the best actors oh, out there right now, easily. Easily. That's a good choice. Okay, so let's get to the insane list. So I'm just going to kind of go, and if you want me to bring something up or say who is he, just stop me because I've got movies written down. Alan Arkin, Alan Rickman, Angela Houston, Anna Ferris, Anna Kendrick, Barry yes. Pepper. These are in alphabetical order from the first name. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn. Uh, I think Bonnie Hunt from Jerry Maguire. Uh, yes. Brendan Gleeson from Braveheart. Brian Cox, Brie Larson, Brett Marling. Bruce Dern, Carrie Yules from Princess Bride. Yes. Chiwete Ojio for Look, if you I want some him. diversity in Hollywood, there's your guy. Yes. He's ready yep. to go. Yes. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, 12 Years a Slave. He's great in it. Uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. I thought of him. Cillian Murphy from you know yes. Batman movies yep, and Inception. Crew. Cole Hauser from Days of Confused and Good Will Good Hunting. choice. That guy had a good little run in the 90s, and he, he was did. a fun actor. Uh, Danny DeVito, Danny Glover, Jimin Honsu. I don't, I don't want I love him. He's from Gladiator. Gladiator yeah. almost saw him in Blood Diamond. That guy in, is a in cool actor. He, he just is. typecast him. He was actually... Because he's his accent. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Ed Harris, which, you know, Ed Harris is pretty big he's, for in the 90s. But, he was. You know, Elias Koto. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Casey Jones and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> are the thin red line. Uh, Elizabeth Banks, Emilio Estevez. Sorry, I just think he is. Yep, uh, I actually agree. Emily Blunt, I think she will be a household name. She's she will be. She's getting so good. Uh, Emma Thompson, I'm sorry. I, I She's an amazing actress and has even been nominated, but I don't think yep. everyone knows who she is. All right, sorry. Uh, Eva Green, Famke Jensen, uh, Gary Sinise, who had a great run in the 90s. You know, Forrest Gump. Yeah, I kind of fell off. Uh, yeah, Hunt. yeah, and then he once he started doing CSI New York, it's like where to go? Yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, Jeffrey Rush, Giovanni Ribisi, Hugo Weaving. I love Hugo Weaving and everything he's in. Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, V for Vendetta. Yeah, uh, Ice Cube. Uh, when he plays serious roles like I, Three Kings or even The First Friday, that guy is an underrated. He's pretty actor. solid, and he's funny. I wish he would kind of go back to doing that every once in a while at least. Yeah, but he's probably making the big bucks doing the Barbara. Oh, Hall I'm sure. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I understand J.K. Simmons, Jackie Earl Haley, James Woods, mm. James Woods. I mean, come on, that's like the perfect guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jared Leto, Jason Schwartzman, Jeff Daniels, Jennifer Connelly, who used to be but not anymore. Yeah. Uh, Joel Edgerton, he's getting there. He is. John C. Riley, he's getting there. Or, yeah. or he used to be like say PTA movies. Um, Maggie Smith, uh, she's the older actress. She's yeah. been around since 1955. Yep. Uh, halfway there, guys. <laughs> John Leguizamo John Ritter John Turturro John Favreau Judy Dench Kevin Pollack from The Usual Suspects yes. Kristen Wiig I love her I still think yeah. she's not a household name yep. but she's so talented Lawrence Fishford Lizzie Kaplan from Cloverfield yes. Mean Girls Masters of Sex yep. she's really good uh, Luis Guzman um, Luis Guzman shout out yeah, nice that's I, a I good love choice Luis Guzman uh, Max von Sydow older actor 
I'm sorry. I think Michael Keaton's still underrated. Yeah. I mean, everyone loves yeah, him. But I agree. I, yeah. I think he's underrated. And thankfully, the last couple of movies he's been in as were, were best pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Rappaport, if you remember him, yep. he's from yeah. True Romance yep. uh, or Copland. He also was the cop in Friends that has a bad temper. <laughs> uh, but I think he's a good actor. I think Naomi Watts is very, very I underrated. I consider her, actually. Uh, Nathan Lane. Oliver Platt. I love I consider Oliver, Oliver Platt. Platt and Patton also. Um, Patrick Wilson from like Little Children and Watchmen. Love Patrick Wilson. Paul Giamatti is one of the a really good one to put in yeah. there. Um, though he was nominated for Sideways. Regina King from Jerry Maguire Array. She is a really good actress, and I have she not is. seen much of her in about she 10 is. years, yeah. but I really like her. Richard Jenkins from Cabin in the Woods and Step Brothers in particular. Mm-hmm. Robert Loggia. Yeah. From 12 Angry Men. Yes. Big Scarface, The Verdict, Necessary yes. Roughness. He was, in a, he was big in the actor. 80s. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Saoirse Ronan. I still think she's really underrated, but upcoming. Uh, Scoot McNary. All right. This guy is a chameleon actor, and so far he's done Argo and Ke- Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, him. That guy can He was act. the first one that I, I didn't know. Yes. Yeah, I know exactly he's who he is. very not. good. Yeah. Um, Sean Bean I think yeah, Sean he's Bean's so awesome. underrated but he, he just he dies, dies in everything <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shelly Duvall yeah. um, you know we don't see much of her anymore but That's she true. was fun when she was around she's very interesting yeah uh, very skinny Tim Roth Tom Sizemore for sure yeah uh, Vera Farmiga Viola Davis Vera Farmiga yep. Willem mm. Dafoe even though you know yeah Platoon, even yeah. before that but whatever Vera Farmiga uh, the lastly I have William Fickner Oh, yeah, well, yeah. He, he always plays a bad guy. Right, he's always he's good. Like Heat, Armageddon, Perfect Storm, Dark Knight. Yeah. To give you an idea. I do have Woody Harrelson down as well, but you already mentioned him. Those are go. some underrated actors. I could not not say them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought them. You I'm did glad have a lot you, of good ones. There's a part of Hollywood, these people have to work for a living too. I don't know they what do. they make, but you know, you, their resumes are so long, yeah. some of them in particular. And, and there's some good ones. And really, a running theme of all those is they're not as good looking as. That's all it comes down it really to is. in a lot of cases. I mean, for a lot of them. Some, not all of them, but. A, some of but, them sneak by, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, how, it's, it's got to be hard to do yeah. that, right? Yeah, it is. That is Pulp Fiction, <laughs> our top five most underrated actors of all time. Be sure to listen next week when we count down another top five something. Carl Weathers. <laughs> 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 That's just in the show on Carl Weathers.